Welcome back to the Sudish Podcast. In the previous episode, we talked about Guru Hargobind going on a hunting expedition with Rai Jod and some other senior six, and they encounter that snake. So they have that episode with the snake, and Guru Hargobind now in chapter 58 is still in that forest where he was hunting. And now the day has passed, it's evening time. Uh, Guru Hargobin, that's actually a beautiful scene how they describe it here with uh, Guru Hargobin sitting surrounded by his warriors and they're all having a laugh at mentions and uh, they're discussing all sorts of things, warfare, hunting, etc. So it's evening time now and uh, the people who are going to prepare the food, they go around and uh, they find a spot where they begin to dig a hole. So uh, they would be digging a hole because they're going to make a fire pit uh, over which they're going to cook the food. So when they begin to dig this hole, uh, they start digging and, and these bones start to come out of this hole. Uh, and they continue to dig and more bones come out and more bones. And eventually they realize that this is like a massive uh, grave here. This is a mass grave. And, and they're shocked to see all these bodies, all these skeletons of these bodies there. And they quickly run back to Guru Hargobind telling him that we have encountered this mass grave. You know, we're digging... Um, to prepare the food, but you know, in this forest, who could imagine that there's this mass grave? So Guru Hargobind gets up, Bidichan Jodra get up with him, and uh, they walk over and they see this mass grave. Guru Hargobind then turns to everybody and he says, "Do you know what the reason for this is? I'll, I'll explain it." So he says, "At some point, there was this mass famine uh, as a result of lack of rain. So nothing in this area was able to grow." Um, the people of this area were uprooted, uh, they ran from here and there, they fled all around to try to find an area where they could grow something or they could get food from. So, you know, in this hunger they were roaming around, they couldn't find anything, so um, amongst all these skeletons here, one of them that you see, one of these skeletons was a very accomplished spiritual person. So. This person could uh, perform miracles, basically. You know, whatever food he wanted to make appear, he could uh, just make that appear. Whatever dal, roti, anything he wanted, he could just summon. Uh, but at the same time, this guy realized, recognized that on some level, you know, this was against uh, the will of the divine. So, you know, he himself wouldn't eat it, but he would make it appear, this food, for other people and give it out to them. So. Um, he was still hungry because he wouldn't eat this on account of him making this miracle for himself, but he would do it for other people. So other people started to follow him and just hang around him. And this massive group uh, was formed, basically. All these people would just hang around this guy and he'd be dishing out food. He himself wouldn't eat it, though. So he was hungry and he would roam around the different areas looking for food. Um, and these guys would all follow him. So at some point, he dies out of his hunger. And uh, the group that was around him, well, you know, now that they don't have any hunger, uh, food, you know, they succumb to hunger as well. And they all kind of die there together. So Guru Hargobind says that, you know, this guy was actually legit in some sense that he had abilities, um, you know, to sustain himself, but he didn't care to say, save himself with these types of powers, you know. And, um, he says that, you know, this guy really had a lot of guts and determination. So he praised him quite a bit there. So then the food preparers, they go around and uh, they're satisfied with that. And they go uh, dig another hole. And uh, 
they prepare the food. This is the evening in the evening time, so Guru Hargobind eats. Uh, him and uh, the warriors they spend their time there in the forest overnight. They wake up early in the morning and uh, they set off back to the village of Kangar. When they get inside the village, there they're riding up to the village. Uh, Jodhrai asks Guru Hargobind that uh, you know please come uh, to my house and uh, place your lotus-like feet uh, in our house. You know bless our house essentially. Eat eat uh, dinner there. And you know, Guru Hargobin seeing how much um, you know love uh, uh, Jodhra has for him and was in this request, agrees and says, "Okay, um, for sure." You know, and he goes there. Uh, Jodhra sets out this you know really fancy seat uh, to, for uh, Guru Hargobin to sit on. And when Guru Hargobin sitting there, Jodhra gets some water and he begins to pour some water on Guru Hargobin's feet. And as he's pouring this water, his wife is there, and he's and the wife is rubbing uh, Guru Hargobind's feet and washing Guru Hargobind's feet. Both of them then take this water that they washed uh, feet with, and uh, they, they drink it, and they sprinkle some of it on their eyes, and also on their head as well. It mentions the rest of the water. What they do is they go around the house, and they sprinkle sprinkle it around the house as well. Now this is a ceremony uh, called Charanamrit, and we see that it's been used both in a devotional context and also as an initiation process. So if you guys remember, uh, we've already covered one example, the devotional example in the past, um, as described in Bidichan's case. So when Bidichan goes back to Lahore for the second time and he meets those, uh, he meets a Katari couple. And when they invite Bidichan over to his house, over to their house, uh, they perform this ceremony. So they wash Bidichan's feet, they drink it, they put some of it in their eyes, their hair, and the rest of it they sprinkle it around their house. So if you want to re-listen to that episode, that's episode 10 of this podcast. That relates to chapter 34 of Ras number 7. So that example covers you know, a devotional practice um, in which this the Charanamrath would be performed. Uh, for senior six, but in another way, in another context, this Charanamrath process practice was also used for an initiation practice. So uh, this is evidenced by another pre-colonial text, the Bansavali Nama, written by Kesa Singh Shibbur in 19, or sorry, in 1769, um, one of the earliest texts that we do have. It mentions how Guru Hargobind uh, also ordained this ceremony. It, uh, you know, in that version, it speaks about how um, five, six will have their right foot's big toe washed collectively. And during this washing, uh, five stanzas of Pajapji Sahib will be recited, as well as five uh, stanzas of uh, Anand Sahib will be recited. And uh, like I mentioned, so Guru Hargobind, uh, you know, commands this. So this is in. Uh, chapter 6 of Banzavli Nama, if anybody wants to uh, cross-reference that. So after this Chandranamrit ceremony, you know, um, performed by Jodhra and his wife, uh, plenty of food is made, and, uh, you know, Guru Hargobind then eats this food, uh, gives a blessing to the couple, saying that, you know, may uh, you enshrine the Guru's teachings in your heart, 
you will be protected by doing so, you know, in this life and the in the uh, afterlife as well. And then he kind of expands upon the Guru's teachings that, you know, one should you know, nurture devotion, bhakti and wisdom, gyan, and always be attached to the remembrance of Satanam as well. Always enjoy and love the will of the divine, you know, regardless of whatever happens, good or bad, and recognize that this ego, you know, this understanding of yourself as an individual is an illusion. You know, it's not actually a real thing. So in doing this, recognize that the real you is something far, far greater than, you know, what you conceive of, of yourself as the body. And, you know, without this type of understanding, you know, people go through countless lives, you know, of rebirth and death, and they're bound by death because they associate themselves with only the body. So, you know, elevate beyond that and remember these teachings. So, <clears throat> Jodhra is listening to this. He clasps his hands together and says, you know, uh, please recognize us as your servants, uh, protect us, and, uh, you know, only with your basic grace, you know, can we instill this, you know, wonderful mindset in our, in our mind here. So please do that. So um, he also says that, you know, in the morning we know that you're gonna set off now. Um, the next morning, so please take us with you. Like Jodhrai and his wife, they want to go with Guru Hargobind. So Guru Hargobind is really happy about this, but says, you know, you guys should stay here. You know, this is your village. Um, instead, you know, within your heart. You know, keep the contemplation of the Guru. Um, and uh, by doing so, you know, remember Satnam. And, uh, you know, in this world and the next, you'll be liberated. So uh, he also says that, you know, if when we call you, then come stay with us for a few days, um, you know, and then, you know, head back. So in hearing that, Jodhara's wife makes a re request that, you know, will you please come back to this area? And Guru Hargobind says that, you know what? we'll come back in another form, you know, and we'll stay here for some time at your house. Your lineage will, you know, experience this pain, uh, will experience this bliss. And uh, because you guys in the future, your lineage will help me greatly uh, in a time of need. So uh, he continues to say that, you know, in this world and the next, you'll be protected and your lineage will eventually attain Raj. You'll eventually attain a kingdom at some point in your lineage so this is kind of uh, i don't want to do a spoiler alert here but this is um you know uh telling that you know at some point another guru is going to come uh to the to the uh village of Bangar. so after giving this blessing guru um Hargobind then goes back to his spot uh, but not before uh, jordan and his wife both uh, salute guru Hargobind. So Guru Hargobind there at his at his spot, he you know he spends the night there. He wakes up early before sunrise again, and that's essentially where chapter 58 ends. So the next chapter, um, Guru Hargobind is going to end up leaving uh, the village of Kangar. You know at this point, he's going to say farewell to Jodhrai and the other senior six, Rupa and Sadhu, and uh, so that's where we're going to pick up next time. But as always. Uh, we do want to send out a special thank you to those who have been supporting us on the Mangalachar and Patreon page.
शरण भरेगा ते तरीका गज गज करा जावे गुरु अर्जुन साहब के मान पावे में आलो जावे सर